welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, and tonight, riding it, ride or die with Matt Baker, Terrell is taking care of some personal issues. But uh, you can find us at anchor.fm backslash AVG NFL pod. You can also find us on Facebook, Spotify, Apple, or just about anywhere else you can find podcasts as, 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 at, <laughs> by searching for just an average NFL podcast. You can also go to that anchor.fm site. There are buttons there for your convenience to direct you to where you are trying to go. Matt Baker, how we doing? Pretty good so far. Well, okay. I'm doing fucking fantastic. I've, I've had a decent damn week this week. I mean, I may take I may take one L against you this week, but it's too early to tell. Well, <laughs> mine is completely unrelated to fantasy. I don't know if you noticed my outfit. Oh, I do see that. <coughs> Who but is I'm, that? He's back. <laughs> Cam is back in town, and uh, he looked great out there in the limited play because, of course, he came in what Thursday. Um, is when it was became official, or even Friday, I can't remember. No, I yeah. think it was Thursday. And uh, so they worked him in on some packages. He got a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown. He is the all-time leader in quarterbacks to have one of each in a game. He just extended that. Who caught, who caught the pass? Uh, uh, Robbie Anderson. I, right? I, I yeah. thought it was kind of strange. I looked at his numbers, and I was like, where did this guy come from? Is he a new receiver they just picked <laughs> yeah, up, or what's going on? Apparently, maybe that's why. Maybe him and Darnold had beef. So we'll see. Yeah, with the opposite of what we thought coming into this <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah. So he's just intentionally dropping them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. I don't know what Cam has left as far as his arm goes. He did have one deep pass that he tried to hit DJ Moore with, ended up getting a pass interference because the ball was underthrown and DJ was trying to come back to the ball. So I don't know how what he's got as far as that goes. I will say that he is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold, a better quarterback than P.J. Walker. And with his rushing ability and with the offensive minds and talent around him with McCaffrey and D.J. Moore and, and, and whatnot, that, uh, you know, I think they can make some sweet music again with Cam. And one thing I can tell you is, is uh, and, and Matt Rules even talked about this, Cam brings energy. You know, they talked about the beat writers and all. We're talking about how, they could just tell Cam was back because of the energy at practice. Yeah. You know, he's he is a he's an emotional leader. He's he's a hype guy, you know, and that type of thing. And you could even tell on the sidelines during the game, of course, they were smashing the Cardinals to death. But it's pretty exciting too, because Cardinals it, did not look good out there no. with even with McCoy McCoy this week. No, they look they looked good the first week with McCoy, but uh, not this week. Yeah, no, they didn't and, look good. Uh, but you could even tell then Cam just, you know, even when he was just over there just, you know, cheering and rooting for his, for the offense that was out there, he's just – that's who he is. You know, he brings energy. He Energy automatically ramps up. He's kind of, you know, he's the life of the party type dude. I have a lot in common with Cam in that respect. <laughs> so I can respect that. But uh, another, there was another signing last week that happened uh, after our Wednesday show, and that was uh, – the uh, the Rams went and acquired them a big old number two. Yeah, that's the number two signing of the week last week. <laughs> yeah, the number two signing of the week, Odell. Uh, so he found him a new place there in Los Angeles, and just in the nick of time, I hear. Apparently, because Robert Woods, who I have multiple shares of across all almost all my teams, uh, what was it? A towards ACL in practice. Yeah, in, in practice Friday. on Friday. Yep. Which seems a little suspect. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, What he? What if he had a hand in that? I'm, I mean, I'm just kidding about that. But, um, but it is in the nick of time. So allegedly. We'll have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how much it's going to affect the game tonight. I, I think Van Jefferson is going to be a good play for tonight. But, um, I think as as he becomes more familiar with the offense, obviously by next week. You will de- you should definitely see a pretty good, um, you know, of, of usage of Odell. So it's kind of like the same situation with Cam. I'm sure Odell will be out there tonight. I'm sure he'll get some targets, but you know it's going to be limited until he gets up to speed with the uh, offense and what's whatnot. So yeah, but that just that sucks for Robert Woods, and uh, you know it, it was looking like the Rams were were trying to uh, to get you know the greatest show on 
turf type stuff with multiple receivers and throwing it all over the place. And now, and the, defense. Yeah, I mean, uh, we could see Bob. It may be a downgrade now because I don't think Odell's the receiver Robert Woods is, but we'll see. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped though. You know, with Cam, you know that Panthers they look great. Their defense is absolutely legit, man. I, that, I mean, well, that's legit. What, I told you before. You know, I have I've had the Panthers or Panthers defense in a couple of my leagues and everything. And I we were talking. I was like, look, you know, they're predicting them to go like negative this week. Should I hold them or try to find a replacement? And we went back and forth on what was available, and we kind of talked myself into keeping them. And I'm fucking glad I did. Yeah. I mean, hell, they put up 14 points for me in three of my leagues that require defenses. So I've kind of been able to plug them since the draft and not touch them. And I probably won't until they screw me big time. And they right. haven't done that yet. So, I mean. Yeah, I think, um, you know, for for moving into the future, if, you know, if Cam can get out there or whoever and kind of just keep the – not turn the ball over, you know. I think that was a big part of what's been going on with obviously in the losses, but hurting the defense in the past because even the weeks where the Panthers were getting beat, the defense still doing good. They were just yeah. being put in bad situations. But speaking of defense, um a big big defensive player for the um Washington Footy McFootball faces, Chase Young goes out with a torn ACL. Oh yeah. You know, that's tough. That. Yeah, that's that's a tough call. Not not that he's been having any kind of year like he had last year, but he's still a big key part of their defense. And that's that's a hit. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a hit. Yeah, it's uh he's he's an emotional leader. I mean he's just a he's he's a leader leader on that defense and uh you know, they played hard after he left. You know, I don't know, it may be something that galvanizes them to lose a big guy like that on their line, but they look great out there, you know, taking down the freaking um Tampa, you know, Tampa came out of a bye. Everybody's thinking, "Oh, Tampa's about to come in here and roll," and uh, they got they got rolled. You yeah, know? I didn't really get to see a whole lot of that game, but I I, I did uh, I did read up on some of it, and I do know that Washington went out there with a lot of energy and and put down the Buccaneers and and Brady. I don't think he was he did he won't think he was looking real good, but I know their defense is kind of reeling right now. They're down three of their top corners, so you know I. Right now, you know, Tampa's looking like they, they're definitely not looking like they did last year on their Super Bowl run. So I don't yeah. know what's going to go on with them. But um, did you watch that Packers Seahawks game? I did. Uh, I yeah. did. Yeah, that was a, uh, it was, a weird game. It was not a good game. Um, no, not at all. It was not good quarterback play in that game whatsoever. On either side of the ball. No. It was a, it was really, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't like the game, but I couldn't turn it off. I had waste. I had so much riding on that game; it wasn't even funny, and yeah. none of it really worked out that well for me. So I had a little bit on there with Aaron Jones um, and him going out with that with the uh, sprained MCL. Most likely going to, definitely probably going to miss this week. Most likely two weeks at least. Uh, AJ Dillon becomes very, very, very interesting. I mean, he was already being worked in, so you know it's going to really have to see how that works out for you know Aaron Jones in the long run they paid this guy before the season started and it's looking like they would have been just fine if they'd have let him go they just held on to Dylan yeah Dylan's a monster man I mean he's he's legit man that dude is definitely legit he really is um but yeah so uh we'll talk more about that later on but Julio got sent to the IR uh you know I'm hoping this is them finally saying you know what we're going to give this dude time to heal and maybe on the back end of the season Julio's able to come out there and and uh get you know get out there and, and do what he's been known to do well especially you know, since they're healthy they're they're um they're progressing in the right way they're kicking everybody's ass i mean yeah yeah and so this means they could have a hell of a playoff run and it's nice to have that little that key healthy piece you know in your back pocket when it comes time to get in for playoffs and whatnot yeah so. i mean it would help if uh they can get henry back you know so if they get henry back they get julio back Everybody comes back healthy. It's going to be interesting to see what the Titans could do if they can just keep the ship afloat for a little while until uh, they get to that point. Because uh, I can tell you, Adrian Peterson's not looking too good out there. No. Uh, he's looking old. No matter what they tried to tell you about how he's looking fast and all this stuff, he's not. He's not. Well, he had well, – the first game they brought him in, I think he averaged like two and a half yards a carry. and then, But he only had 10, 10 carries. 
And then this game, he only had three carries, I think, for like three, three and a half yards a carry. So it wasn't anything like astronomical. But then again, and to me, I wasn't expecting him to come in and just blow everybody's doors off. I was thinking he was going to be more like a goal line back, kind of come in and punch it through when they get down. And that's about it, you know. Right. Maybe a carry here or there kind of situation, more of a, a scary goal line back kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the – De- Deontay Foreman's looking yeah. good out there. He's he's been pretty you know, good. He's got a lot more volume too, though. So he gets yeah. Well, because he like, he's looking like the better back. He had well, he had like 16, 17 attempts and still only averaged around three and a half to four yards of carry. So I mean, yeah. I I don't know. It's I think they're going to try to start doing like a committee um, type deal. And yeah, whoever's got the best carry the first time, you get the game to right. fuck up, you know, and see what happens. But. Well, let's talk real quick about what's going on with the Falcons, man. Goodness gracious. And we're done. They <laughs> got trashed. Oh, they got straight just hammer-fisted. Yeah, from both sides. It, inside, outside, outside, front side, yeah. top side. Yeah. It was all the way around. It was bad. And I, I, I get it. I mean, I understand. There wasn't a whole lot of options out there for them. And then, of course, Patterson got hurt. Yep. So, it was just one of those situations where it was just easy to – to key in on on pits basically, and because uh, Russell Gage obviously wasn't going to pick up any slack, Mm-mm. you know they, they, and, they don't have any targets anymore. It seems like, I mean Gage can't get open, um, and Pitts is their only target now. So, and Zacharias, whatever that guy. I mean it's just like Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, that's it. Yeah. I don't know why I keep thinking he's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Cordero though, it looks like he's uh Got a got an ankle issue and it's not looking good for him. Um, I just thought we're um, let me see this list here. This got our waiver wire pickups on here. Oh yeah, well that's on the next page. Okay. Why? Because I'm gonna add one to it. Okay. <laughs> oh no, he's on there. Never mind. Oh yeah, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah 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 he's he, on there. Yeah he's definitely on there. He's definitely and he's yeah. and with Patterson talking about Wayne too. Gallman. Yep, yeah. with Patterson too. Even you know I, Mike Davis is, was that, is oh, done. Oh yeah, yeah, that Davis. dude's done. Gallman you got him, good. Drop him. Tra- right. Matter of fact, drop Mike Davis and pick up Wayne Gallman. Try to trade Mike Davis for like um, I don't know who's a, a bag of Fritos, um, two Jolly Ranchers. Exactly. If if you can get that much for him, I mean, at this point, it's <laughs> it's it's. Gallman looked good though. He did. Look I, good. I was going to bring that. I mean, and in, especially in the, if, if Patterson's going to be out, you're going to want to get your hands on Gallman. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah, exactly. But uh, some other things to look at uh, with the news: uh, Tua most likely going to start Week 11. So, um, you know, he's playing the Jets. And that's definitely going to be a smash play. So, good news for all you Gasecki fans out there. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Which Gasecki had the targets; it just weren't good targets. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, didn't work out. Also, a good chance that uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Saquon Barkley both play this week. They're both trending towards that direction. So, you know, keep your eye on that. I'm sure they're rostered. But, you know, if not, if if you play in a league with no IR spots and if someone drops CEH, you're going to want to jump in and grab him as quick as you can. Yes. Um, well, let's talk – we talked about a couple games. Let's talk about some other games that went on this week. What's going on with the Ravens, man? Is it the Dolphins' defense finally rising up? Is it the well? I, I say rising up. Calm down, Falcons fans. <laughs> um, is it, but is the defense getting better down in Miami, or is the the Ravens? Did they have just an off night? I mean, what, what what was the deal with that? What's the deal with the Ravens playing the Dolphins? I don't know. I I watched that game all the way through too, and I I wasn't very impressed with with any of it really. I don't know. The Dolphins' defense did look good. The Dolphins' offense offense looked like trash until Tua came out there. Yes. When Tua stepped in, it was like a whole revival, a whole new no, thing. Sure. And I think that was part of what made it look worse than the game was or as it well, is. Well, and last year the Dolphins' defense was pretty badass there, especially towards the end of the season. So yeah. maybe they're finally getting back getting to where. Something situated. Maybe they can only play the back nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Takes them a while to get there. Yeah. Speaking of the back nine. Freaking Patriots went all over the Browns back nine. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> I, you know, and that's that's so weird to me that forty-five to seven. A, a team that comes out there, and we are, I know we talk trash about the Bengals in the beginning, how trash they were, and they were doing decent, middle tier, whatever, and just blew got Browns blew them out, just beat yeah. shit out of them, and then they come and go and play the Patriots. The NFL, Not man, it just the, very next at, one, the you, Browns just you look at the Broncos everywhere. did to the Cowboys a week ago. It's, 
And then the Cowboys did to the Falcons this week, and then look what uh, happened to the Broncos. Yeah, this exactly. Week. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's, it's just the NFL. It's man. so insane to me yeah. how a team can go from looking, for lack of a better term, at this moment, elite, right, to looking like shit. I mean, yeah. just doo doo. Well, but. part of the Browns' issues right now is, is uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, but Baker's got some shit. He, he's nursing. 47 different uh, injuries he's got going on right now. He came out of that game, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember, or I don't know if he went back in, but I do know that he – He came out Case Keenum and finished the game. Did he? Okay. Yeah. yeah so, so Baker's got stuff going on. You know, there's a good chance that they may uh, put him on the shelf for a few games to try to get him healthy. But uh, the pay, I tell you, the, the, the team that's interesting to me right now, the most interesting team in the NFL to me, besides my Panthers, are the, are the Patriots. Yeah. Um, they're just they put a fifty burger on the Jets. They drop forty five now on the Browns. They're like, but if you look at their offense, there's nothing that's like just jumps off the there's screen. There's nothing flashy. Yeah, I mean because I mean like, they got good stats, but nothing. It's just they're very efficient, right. and they make plays. They got a really good defense that gives them the ball back and really good field position. They're kind of they've got a decent run game. I mean, yeah, when Damian well, Harris yeah. has been doing pretty well for them, and now we saw this last week with Harris out, Ramondre Stevenson. Balling like he's yeah. 1999, whatever, you know. So, but I mean, it's. I don't know what that means, but I agree with it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're kind of just meh through it all and they're doing it great. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you look up and they've dropped 45 and you're like, wait yeah, a minute. It's like, how the hell is Jacoby that Myers finally got his first touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in his whole entire career. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Maybe, maybe that'll be, uh, get that, get that, uh, off his back and maybe we can start seeing some good, uh, positive touchdown regression. Yeah, they're man. It's they they do look really good for looking really like a, just a regular old plain Jane football team. You're not hearing yeah. a lot of explosiveness out of them, and they're just beating people. Well, speaking of beating people and looking good, man, the Chiefs housed the Raiders last night. I mean, absolutely decimated them. They looked like the Chiefs. They were finally. It was one of those where they're just like, all right, y'all keep running your mouths, but we're still the same Chiefs. And it's like, all right, you did it one game against one of the worst defenses. In, yeah. the, in the last 10 years. So let's see what you if you can uh, you can keep it up. But I will say for last night, they look good, you know. Patrick the only Mahomes. reason I have a chance to win in Dynasty is because Tyreek Hill went Hamburglar. Yeah, I'm currently up by six points. And uh, and uh, Aaron Donald's just got to not score six tonight. And I'll get a W. But it, but I was losing. I, man, I, I watched most of the game. I kind of fell asleep. I was – I was tired. From we the were weekend. tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, we uh, went camping. So in twenty degree weather, yeah. I slept through the. All, I, I sat down to watch the Falcons game, mm. and I went to sleep about the time the Falcons were down what twenty one to nothing, which was like the first half, of like the first quarter, about 16, 20 <laughs> seconds in the yeah. game. <laughs> and then I woke up at the start of the four o'clock games. Ah, so nice. I got a nice nap. Got a little nice nap in. But uh, but I still was super tired. I didn't make it all the way through that that game either. I, I watched most of it all the way till like so I was watching you know Patrick Mahomes slowly increase in numbers. He had like twenty one points on my fantasy team. Yeah. Before I fell asleep, so it was nice to wake up to five touchdowns, four hundred and five yeah. yards. Yes. And, you know he went he went ape shit last night. It, it was Patrick Mahomes. We haven't it, seen and him. Daryl Williams, weeks. man, he threw the ball. We'll talk about him in a second because yeah. he's on the uh, top performers. But Daryl Williams, what was it like? Like ten passes or something? I don't remember. Yeah, I mean he was he was all over the place. He was looking good out there. I mean. I don't know. They're bringing CEH back. That's awesome. But Daryl Williams has proven something the last few weeks that he's been out. He's well, been a- my thing is I hope what Daryl Williams has proven is I hope that he's proven that if you throw a pass catch and running back the ball, he will get you good yards. Exactly. And, take, and help change how the defense – it help open up stuff. We talked about it last week about how they're doing that cover two shell. When they started throwing underneath and when Mahomes started being patient – and dumping the ball underneath, yeah. well, he forced the defense to, to come up, in. and then all of a sudden Tyreek could get open for deeper passes. When he started giving the ball to Kelsey across the middle, it forced safeties to start playing up. So now you can hit Tyreek Hill in a deeper in the deeper routes. So yeah, you know maybe that was a, a good experiment for Mahomes to learn some patience and understand how you have to bait the defense so that you can do what you want to do. But uh, you can't just survive on athletic ability alone. But, yeah, so we'll see if they're going to stay where they are, if they're going to revert back to whatever. But Hopefully they, they, they got something figured out in last night's game making they could stick with it. I mean, yeah, we, we don't want to see them fail because they've been such an elite team. And, yeah, and I'm not an anti-Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. It's just annoying to me. It was, the only thing that was annoying to me, and it's like I, 
not only me, I'm not some football genius who sits and watches tons of film. And just watching it on TV, I could see what defenses were doing. And people were shouting it from the rooftops, and it just annoyed me to say, dude, it's clear as day what defenses are doing. Why are you not trying to counteract that? You're still forcing yeah. the issue against them, and they're making you pay. But maybe this was them finally going, fine, we'll change our game plan in order to be able to do what we want to do. Yeah, like they almost lose to the Giants. They barely yeah. get by last week to some other um, – Green Bay <sighs> with Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it just it, so they were shitty team. they were almost a joke. Like <laughs> looking at them, going, "What? How do you go from being like we we're talking here, and yeah. now you're fucking right? You're barely scraping over the losers of the league." I yeah. mean, if but, nothing else, they've you know they have forced with their offense over the last couple seasons, they have forced defensive coordinators to to uh, scheme against them, and that scheme's being used not just against them, but that cover two shells being used against a lot of other offenses. Yeah, the deep threat passes in the stuff. game, yeah. so. But what it's also doing is it's forcing teams now to become a little bit more run-reliant and not so much pass-heavy. And so you get a little bit of this old-school feel with, you know, guys rushing the ball for 20, 25 times a game, maybe even 30, depending on who it is. And so – Instead of it being slung to six different wide receivers for all that miscellaneous – Passing for 500 yards, you know, all the time. So Speaking of that game too, what the hell happened with Deshaun Jackson, man? Did you see that? No. So you didn't see the pass. It, so Derek Carr hit him for like a 38-yard reception. It was good throw, d- decent turn back and pickup. He he turned back, he grabbed the ball, and he turned, and then they went to punch the ball out. And Deshaun Jackson was literally running backwards almost, turned back, and they punched the ball from the side as Deshaun Jackson was turned and almost went right in the defender's hands. I mean, it clearly was a catch and, a catch and fumble. Yeah, but it was like just to watch it was just insane. No, I never saw that play. Oh, you got to look it up. It's it's been all over. (laughs) I I don't like when it first happened in real time. I was like, what did he just? I've seen memes like referencing it, but I didn't know what the memes were. It looked just like he shoveled past the ball back to the Chiefs. (laughs) I mean, it was just like it was insane. Like Uh, I was like, did he just throw the ball back? Not Deshaun Jackson. Was it Deshaun Jackson? Yeah, he's the one that that just left the Rams and signed with the Raiders. Raiders. That's right. Okay. He's he's well. See, the only reason I really paid attention is because I played him in DFS. Yeah, I was like, this should be a sneaky, cheap, easy play. And ah. if he gets one, he yeah. gets points. You know, so and it would have been a touchdown. He was wide ass open when the ball hit his hands. Yeah, I mean, and then they just he, I don't know. You just have to see it. I it just was, one thing I did find encouraging in that game to my receivers, and, and we'll talk about it in a second, is the, the their use of Brian Edwards. I hope that that that's a a positive thing as far as for the rest of the season yeah. that maybe he's starting to realize that he has a really good wide receiver in Brian Edwards that he needs to get the ball to. So, yeah. so I'm going to hit some top performers real quick. There's not a ton of quarterbacks uh, on here. The quarterback scores were kind of low, uh, but I will say n- at number four, number five, they were tied, so just whatever place you want to put them in. But Trevor Simeon and Mac Jones both scored 19.92 fantasy points. Who? And, uh, Trevor Simeon and uh, Mac Jones, <laughs> and uh, so they went out there and did their thing. And uh, but like I said, if you're talking about them being at four and five, dropping nineteen point nine two, then you know that the quarterback scores were fairly low overall. And again, as I mentioned every week, this is before the Monday night game, so they could be both bumped down. But uh, on the running back side, there were some interesting names up there. AJ Dillon, of course, coming in right now, sitting at the RB one. He's at twenty five point eight points. Ramondre Stevenson looking good out there. He is at running back two at 25.4 points. Um, he is definitely, I believe, you know, I love Damian Harris, but I think Ramondre Stevenson is the future of the Patriots. That's not to say that Damian Harris becomes um, obsolete there. I just think that eventually it's going to be a flip-flop. I don't know if it's going to happen now, but at some point I think it'll flip-flop, and it'll be more him, and then Harris will be kind of the change of pace. Eventually it'll be the, yeah. Um Daryl Daryl Williams with the Chiefs. We talked about him and, and him being part of that pass catch, and he is now sitting at the RB three at twenty four point nine. Coming in at running back nine, this guy, hey, you give him a chance, he's going to get you fantasy points, and that's Dernest Johnson. He ain't flashy, he ain't fast, but he does it and he gets it done. Had a, I think, ninety nine yards, and then of course a few uh, receptions, but he scored nineteen point two points, and then Mark Ingram getting most of the work because of the injury to. Uh, Kamara um, yep. being out. Um, still, probably should have mentioned that at the top, too. But Kamara 
out hopefully to That's, be back yeah. next week, but uh, we, we haven't got any word on that. Some knee injury of yeah. some sort or yeah, something. Yeah, they're being kind of vague, which is worrisome. But yeah. he, anyway, he come in at RB10, Mark Ingram did, uh, 18.8. And then Matt Breida out of nowhere, dude, I mean, you talk about being in witness protection. If you go look at this guy's stats, he hasn't been in a game. He hasn't been active in a game since week one. And uh, so he put up 16 and a half points. And uh, and so I would not rush out and go like load your teams with Matt Breida, yeah. but it is a little like you know a reminder makes that you this wonder, dude like, exists. Yeah, we thought like in the beginning he could potentially be an option in a deeper league because Moss and Singletary were both kind of you know buns on buns. Yeah, not that not that great. But then all of a sudden the the freaking Bills were winning so big it didn't matter who the running back was they were going to get work. Right, they had a lead. They didn't need it. All they needed yeah. was to ice the clock. You know. But then Breida just didn't get hurt of. And then yeah, and all then, of a sudden, boom. Two, and I'll say one two thing. touchdowns, motherfucker. Matt Breida is one of the faster running backs in the league. So, if he, he gets is. in the open field, it's, it's good luck catching that dude. Um, on to wide receivers. We just talk, talked about him a second ago. At the wide receiver seven right now is Brian Edwards at 16.3 points. I This is a guy that I, I, I drafted him in Dynasty. I ended up trading him this season. But he's a guy that I – I do believe in. I think that given the opportunity, he could be – I'm not saying like a top five or anything, but he could be a, a, a decent wide receiver too. Um, so, I hope that the you know the Raiders are finally understanding that or, or working towards that. Uh, wide receiver nine, and I, like I said before, this guy just keeps putting up numbers, so I guess he's going to have to find a way into some lineups, but that's Jamal Agnew. They're just finding ways to get this guy the ball, but he put up 13.9. I think he had the second highest targets for the team this last yeah. week too. Like he's increasingly becoming not their number one, but a pretty close number he's, two. He's I mean, definitely becoming a favorite of of Lawrence for yes, sure. He definitely is, and, and the coaching staff because, like I said, they're just finding ways to get him the ball. Uh, coming in at wide receiver eleven, DeAndre Carter, thirteen and a half points for the Washington Footy McFootball faces. Coming in at fourteen, Albert Wilson. I forgot this dude existed. You know, uh, also for the. Uh, uh, with the, uh, no, I mean, not also, but for the Miami Dolphins, but uh, he put up 12.6 points, like I said, wide receiver 14. So, um, and then there's only a couple uh, tight ends to really speak of. Uh, coming in at tight end four is Tyler Conklin at 14.6 points. And coming in at tight end five is Dan Arnold at 11.2. There, I bring these two up mainly to let everyone know specifically that they're, these guys are, are, are getting targeted. Now, they're not always going to have tight end four and five weeks, no, but they are guys you can rely on not to goose you because there are two tight ends that went out there this week and goosed you, and we'll talk about them in a second. But uh, they uh, these guys will always – well, not always, but will more than likely at least get you points. So Yeah, they get a lot of – they get all the looks. So, I mean – and it's funny because I made a trade not long ago where I gave up Conklin in the trade and I ended up getting Dan Arnold in return. And I was looking at it going, well, this week, uh, I guess I shouldn't have traded Conklin. And then I went and looked at what um, Arnold did for me. And I was like, well, I guess it's about the same. Ain't a big deal. Yes. And I, I'm i going to, th- I'm thinking about um, making him a flex play for the rest of the season on a couple of my teams. It could work yeah. out. It really could yeah. work out. Uh, I was kind of sad this week a little bit with Fryermuth. Um, I mean, he didn't get a huge amount of targets, but there also he was fumbled. a well, right yeah, it cost, he did. basically cost him the game. And also, or the it was win, a, I should say it was a, it was also kind of a late um, changeover for Mason to come in instead of oh yeah um, burrito COVID ID or COVID whatever protocol he's on <clears throat> Ben Roethlisberger. But from there, we are going to roll into everyone's favorite segment. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. Now, again, I will preface this by saying this is all in fun and jest. This is in fantasy. And this is our way of venting against players who fucked our fantasy teams and yes. fucked your fantasy teams. And uh, we, we mean no ill intent towards them, but... Uh, but they do we, – we are going to call them out because, again, even if they get wins, I know that they don't give a shit. I give a shit, and I need to get shit off my chest, just like Odell does sometimes. Sometimes. Allegedly. 
allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> so I'm going to start this off with a uh, with a quarterback. Actually, you know what? Two quarterbacks. I got two quarterbacks that they were in the same. Oh no. I'm sorry. Those are not the quarterbacks I'm going with. <laughs> I'm going with those quarterbacks. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> these two quarterbacks were not in the same game, but they both were trash. Uh, Carson Wentz, if I end up losing a dynasty, it will mostly be because of Carson Wentz, who put up a whopping 7.1 points. And then Justin Herbert, uh, he's he's become a hit-or-miss quarterback. We thought going into the start of the season, this guy could be a guy you could rely on to – to carry youth as a QB one, but he's becoming now more into the streaming and matchup type. Cause, and, and just for a heads up for anybody who's got Justin Herbert, dude does not have a good schedule the next couple of games. Yeah, no, so, it's not looking good. It's not looking so You may be thinking about trying to stream him, but he put up 13 this week. Yeah. So uh, I, I know somebody, I know a few people that played Herbert. I think uh, a couple of them that I know, luckily they had other players perform, but you know, 13 doesn't always kill you, but it does, it can, and, and and when you got a guy like Herbert, you're definitely expecting 13. If I'm putting Teddy Bridgewater out there and he rocks me 13, okay, I can yeah. get away with that. If I'm putting Justin Herbert out there and he rocks me 13, especially in what we thought to be a plus mashup against Minnesota, but uh, it turned out not to be, uh, that hurts. So yes, it does hurt. For hurting me, Carson Wentz, and for hurting others and their fantasy teams, Justin Herbert, I would like to lift out to both of you guys Fuck those guys. And my two quarterbacks, which were in the same game as you were going to mention yeah, yeah, I almost stole them. earlier, Mr. A.A. Ron Rogers and Russell Wilson. Oh, man, that was that game was so hard to watch. So I'll go ahead and first put a little Band-Aid on it. I, I understand Russell Wilson just come back off the, the finger surgery and the pins and – it's been only a week since they were removed or something, and it's, but you were supposed to you be good want, to go. Since you're talking about this game, you might want to throw one of them wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, just because <laughs> just it's, it's supposed to be good to go. Yeah, you know, I probably will. And, and for two reasons, but I'll get to that in half a second. Okay. A.A. A. Ron. I don't mean to try to tell you yeah, how to no, do no, your no, fuck no, that guy I, segment. I, I, I would have come up anyways. Yes. <laughs> but, so, but, yeah, with with A.A. Ron <laughs> Rogers, the the, the – the cockiness. We know you're a great quarterback. Just show us. You know, you, you're sitting here. You don't need it. You come off the COVID. I know that people have lasting effects from the COVID, and you were pushing it to get out here and be in the game. And it, it could have been. But so he much. said it, he was immunized. It, <laughs> Maybe so, he's immunized against coming off the uh, COVID and playing good. That's, that's something. I don't know because it was it was. This game, if you wanted to see a game with big quarterback play, you should never watch this game. Don't even look at the highlight reel or nothing. There's absolutely nothing there. Now, I you mean, should have went and watched Taylor Heineke play. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the two biggest plays in the game, air yardage, were both to Aaron Jones, <laughs> a running back. So, I don't know. And then, as I said, in this same game, along with Russell Wilson, on your side of the ball, D.K. Metcalf. One of the one of the elitist receivers in the league, most the most beautiful, beautiful bodied Adonis, Adonis <laughs> people out there. One, you gotta catch the ball, dude. There were too many times when it was there, and you should have had it. And two, you can't be just grabbing folks' head and throwing them around and stuff. I mean, that's not how football works. I mean, I don't know what he was saying. I, I, clearly, there was some dialogue going. Because he got mad. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe that and, guy was was trying to tell uh, tell. I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Maybe that's whoa, what he did. That's, Maybe that's what, what happened. He did. He oh, Odell, Odell receiver. Odell, old, old number two Odell. I, hey, if that's what was going on, DK, yep, I, I support list. you. Yeah, I'm, yep. <laughs> Grab him by the face and throw him across the field. Get rid of him. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, it's you know people. I I only have DK Metcalf in one league. I did, however, have Tyler Lockett. In the league, and you know the the lack of quarterback play kind of hurt me on that for both sides. But I will say to Aaron Rodgers, DK Metcalf, and Russell Wilson, fuck, fuck those guys. guys. Speaking of uh, bad uh, wide receiver play, Tim Patrick. We gave you your name back last week. We're taking it back. You're no longer Timberland Patrickson. You're back to Tim Patrick. 
Uh, 2.9 points, my dude. I played you. <clears throat> I put you in a flex. I needed you, and you let me down. And on that same team, DJ Moore. And I went against my own advice. Same team. On my same fantasy team. Oh, oh okay. I'm I was like, no, whoa, no, no. what did yeah. I miss? <laughs> my bad. On my same fantasy oh, team, okay, okay. DJ Moore put up 4.4. Now, I put him in Daniels Don'ts. Problem was, I didn't have anybody to pivot to. Obviously, if I'm playing Tim Patrick in a flex, it was a bad week. Yeah, it was definitely. But, uh, uh, so, I got hurt by both of those guys. And, uh, and then uh, Hollywood Brown. On the Thursday night game, it seems like 27 years ago, but, you know, it was just your whole team just kind of doo their pants, man. Just just mm-hmm. all up in the pants. And uh, and it hurts. So, uh, as I want to lift up to some bad quarter – I mean, run – I mean, wide receiver play. I, obviously, me for not being able to say words again. <laughs> but uh, Tim Patrick, DJ Moore, and Marquise, no longer Hollywood Brown – we say to you, fuck, fuck those guys. guys. And I'll stick I'll stick in the same similar scenarios with the uh, wide receivers because I'm looking at uh, oh, Mr. A.J. Brown and uh, Mr. Mike Williams. Now, personally, I'm glad Mike Williams sucked it up because Again. I was playing against him like in four different places. <laughs> it, it's insane to me all the leagues I have when I play against one team, how they have the same as many other teams that I'm playing against. So, but anyway, so thank you, Mike Williams. And, <laughs> but A.J. Brown hurts. A.J. Brown, especially with Julio going out, you think he's going to be that, that guy? I understand yeah. there's going to be some double coverage, but you got to you gotta overcome that, my dude. Well, I he's, mean, he, he should be the, used to it. Yeah, exactly. You, you are the man. You should come up with something. But uh, 1.8 points is not coming up with anything. Nope. That's the, it's coming you, up with uh, killing people's fantasy teams. Yeah, exactly. You, you'd have been just as good just hanging out with Julio over there <laughs> on the IR. I mean, so I mean to to AJ Brown and God, to Mike Williams. Um, to Mike Williams from us here at Just an Average NFL Podcast. Fuck, Fuck those, those guys. guys. And now I'm going to throw a couple tight ends on the table. Um, I'm going to one that hurt me personally. Also on my uh, on my same. Uh, dynasty team with um, Carson Wentz, so he will also help in the loss if that's a, if I take that L tonight. That's Mike Gusecki. You had eight targets, my dude. Now I get it. The brisket was throwing you the ball, and they weren't great targets. But I know I watched the game. There were a few that hit you in the chest, and you were being covered pretty hard. But you should have caught them if you just put me up some kind of points. Could have dealt with that because guess what. Me and you, Mr. Gusecki, scored the same amount of fantasy points this week. You didn't have near as many targets. I had zero targets. I, I had zero targets for zero fantasy points. He had eight targets for zero fantasy points. It's, it's a sad so, day. And Dalton Schultz. Look, dude, I, 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 I feel bad for you because I think with Gallup coming back, you're about to become relegated to a streaming tight end. You're going to go from a tight end one. And you're just going to get knocked down. You put up 1.9 points. Yeah. And I just don't think there's enough to go around for you every week. So I feel bad for you. But you're on this list this week. That should tell you that you had a good start of the season. Yeah. You probably won't be on it anymore. Not because you're going to do good, but because you just won't be imported enough to be added to the fuck that yeah, guy list. To make it up. We're going to – yeah. Yeah. So to Dalton Schultz, this is probably your uh, swan song of uh, for the being on a list. And Mr. Mike Gusecki, I want to say to both of you, Loose ends. <laughs> Fuck those guys. And I got a tight end too. Yeah, but what about a player? Hey, I got two players. <laughs> um, and I'm, also, you don't have a tight end. It's allegedly. It has its moments. <laughs> but so on the tight end side of the ball, Mr. T.J. Hawkinson. Now that was sad. I'm, and he had only one target. He had one target. He also has Jared Goff as a quarterback. <laughs> That's two handicaps I gotta yeah, go ahead and lay out there to massive, begin with. Massive handicap. So and then on on top of that as well, I think golf's total yardage was only like hundred eleven yards in the game. So he wasn't throwing to anybody. But still, literally right now, last time I checked, Hawkinson was a seven number seven overall tight end. 
you can't not play Hawkinson when you're sitting oh, up yeah. at the top the of that. Say you had to play him. And you had to play him. And, I mean, it hurts, but it, these are the weeks that you kind of – you start questioning, especially when you're looking at Dan Arnold and Tyler Conklin up yeah, there dropping, dropping double digits. Exactly, and you you start questioning your allegiance. I mean, you pick yes. up somebody in a draft and you're holding, and he's doing great for you, and then they just start to slip, and you go, yeah. "Oh, the minute I bench him, he's going to put up 30." But well, I'll say this is this shows right here when you see these kind of performances out of quote unquote tight end ones. Yeah, it just it gives you more respect for what Travis Kelsey's been able to do. Oh for yeah, so no, long. exactly. I mean, it, it gives you respect to the Kelseys and uh, Kittles. We can't put Waller on there because no. he's slowly working his way towards this list. But <laughs> and then speaking, he probably should have been on the list. <laughs> speaking of Waller, another Raider, Josh Jacobs. Oh God, that one hurt too. Number one running back on the team, dude, and he, he just wasn't productive. I mean, dude. their whole—I don't know if they—I haven't looked it up. I, I kind of feel like maybe they've got an O-line issue. Because this game, well, yeah, they gave up like two Pro Bowls in the off season. Well, I mean, I'm talking about two this th- from last, linemen. from week before to yeah. this week. Not, not like something impacted here recently. Right. I haven't looked it up, but it almost feels like they've lost. Derek Carr was running all over the place. I just don't see the Chiefs' defense been that great. Well, the Chiefs' sense? pass like, rush. Okay, so if you look back um, in their last, I think, four games, the Chiefs' uh, defense has actually become very very good and their pass rush has started going up they got chris jones who's been out there doing some work and uh off the top of my head i can't think of players but yeah their pass rush has been picking it up um i just so yeah yeah, so i don't but as far as injuries or whatever to the o-line of the raiders i can't think of any other than i know that in the offseason they lost they 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 basically got rid or let go of two or traded away one, I think, let go of another. But either way, they got rid of two Pro Bowl O linemen. Pro Bowl O linemen. It just it just seemed like it just seemed like the not only did the Raiders not look good, but it also looked like they weren't able to hold back the Chiefs. And right. I haven't seen much of that this year. The Chiefs haven't been a team that's no, they weren't been in the beginning. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, but either way, to Josh Jacobs and your six point one, and yes. to your um, T.J. Hawkinson and your uh, oh, let me see, carry the one zero. Yeah, same points. as same as amount of points as me and you. Yeah, the exact Combi- same amount. You add mine and yours together, we are both equal to Hawkinson and Gasecki added together. And you know what's great though? We don't have to deal with golf. Oh I mean, God. or so, the brisket, or the brisket. <laughs> we don't have to deal deal with it at all. Yeah, that's a good so, thing. From us here to you there. Fuck those guys. So, from there, now we're going to make fun of each other as we roll into toast <laughs> or, or roast. roast. And uh, we're going to start off by uh, roasting our friend Smish. The Smish Smash Stack of the Week. And it looked good. It looked good going into the week because they were playing the vaunted – um, oh my God, who are the Colts playing? I just had a brain short. The Jacksonville Jet. Jaguars. The Jaguars? Was it the Jaguars? No, it was not Jaguars. It couldn't have been. Yeah, it was. It was Jacksonville. Okay. That's what it says right there. Colts versus Jets. Okay. All right. Or no, Jack. that was just me having a Colts dumb moment. No, you're right because I thought it was Jaguars, but my brain went, no, the Jaguars played on Thursday night, but that's Miami because, hey, oh, yeah. two teams in Florida, obviously <laughs> my brain is, is just like, oh, we can't d- differentiate between Miami and Jacksonville. So, anyway, yes, they played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you would think that's a smash. But apparently the Jaguars' defense has become an elite. Something's Even though on. the Colts won the game, they uh, they didn't just go out there and destroy them. And, of course, they, you saw what they did to the Bills the week before. But – uh. Wentz put up a whopping 7.1 points because he was on the Fuck That Guy segment. And uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who's almost got down to it, but he, he did okay. He, he didn't kill you, but uh, he almost got to the Fuck That Guy at 9.6. Yeah. So they put up a whopping combined uh, in a half-point PPR, 16.7. If you tough. played him in Draft Queens. Draft Queens. <laughs> draft you'd queens, have won. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you would have had a full-point PPR, so it would have been a different score, but. Either way, it wouldn't have been good. Yeah, yeah, it would not have been good. So, yeah. So, to uh, Carson Wentz and Michael Pittman Jr., I want to say to Smish, fuck fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. Them (laughs) is those guys. Oh, to Smish. Yeah. Fuck him. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, our our main loyal listener. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we had to give you a little bit of a roast there, Terry. Yeah. Um, hope you don't um, run me over with your dump truck. N- not or the truck you drive. <laughs> the- <laughs> uh, but from there, let's we'll move into our picks. So, uh, or actually, no, let's do this. Uh, do you, you got Terrell's tight ends to smash? I do have Terrell. He right. said Kelsey Waller-Kittle. Okay, he got two of those, right? <laughs> he did. Kelsey well, did Well, we don't good. know about Kittle. Yeah, we haven't seen what's going to happen with Kittle yet. And Waller's, man, he's <laughs> he's slowly working his way to the I, – I keep holding my breath, hoping. But but then he also said um, Pitts, Gusecki, and Arnold. Well, Pitts didn't kill you. Arnold did great. And Gusecki absolutely shit his pants. Yeah, Gusecki so, did not work fuck out Fuck you, Terrell, you, so. and you, you picking Gusecki. And good job picking Arnold. Roast, Even though Gusecki had toast. eight targets. So, in theory, you were right. But yeah, it should have worked you were out. Wrong. Yeah, and I don't. What, what did Pitts? What did Pitts end up scoring? He ended up like uh, he get he got like six receptions for sixty yards. Or something. Okay, so he had a so, good like tw- he double, double digit game or just it was close right to it. I don't think it was nine and ten. Okay, yeah. eh, that's still good. Yeah, no, that's that's a good call. Yeah, toast, toast, toast. Yeah, I mean, uh, and like Rose I said, Kisecki. Uh, yeah, I mean, and Waller, and kind of Waller, yeah, yeah. I mean, Waller too. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll go to Daniel's don'ts. I went three for three. I know. I know that I called Baker at the Patriots and he got hurt, but let's be honest. He wasn't putting <laughs> up any points. He only had 5.92 in the time that he did play. It wasn't going to get better for him. Uh, I picked DJ Moore at the Cardinals. I did not listen to my own advice. I should have because he only put up 4.1. And then Kenneth Gainwell, he will no longer be on a Daniels don't because he doesn't rate being added to this list anymore. Yeah. Probably didn't rate being added last week, but uh, definitely will not be rated to add in the future. He put up one point nine. He is a hundred percent droppable. Yeah, it's it's weird to me like how much more productive he was with Sanders out there, and once it Sanders was sense, gone, man. it just it does he, not he make sense. It doesn't make sense. I guess I guess toast toast to you. Toast. Thanks, I did it. I finally went three for three, and then <laughs> and then we can go to. Uh, Oh, Baker's power bottoms. See how this turned out for me. I uh, I went first with left bell, and that did not wow. work at all. Yeah. But in all fairness, but nothing theory, really on the Ravens yeah. worked. So, I think he scored nearly as as many points as Latavius Murray did, and Latavius Murray wasn't in the game. <laughs> it was like so, .2 or something. Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, it was .1. Oh, was it? Um, And then I, I, I said Donald Parham Jr., which, you know, the tight end for which – yeah. I mean, he scored two point seven. It's not great, but it's not like deadly. Uh, he did he, better than Gusecki. He Gusecki. either got a touchdown called back or he dropped a touchdown pass. If he, I'm not mistaken, he got one called back on so, a. Uh, all, so, I think it was offensive pass interference. Is yeah, what it was. And so but had that happened, then you know we'd have been, have been in a different, different boat. Story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's but fantasy I mean, for you. In, in the same fairness, I mean, had you played him over Gasecki or played yeah, him you'd over have been happy. Hawkinson, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's options. Um, and then uh, I picked Randall Cobb, but I did specify right. if Jordan Love it was played. With a and caveat. Then, but even still, he did five one. So I'm not going to say that was terrible, terrible, terrible with Jones coming. Yeah, if you were playing Randall Cobb, and, even with uh, you were, you, yeah, were, you desperate. were desperate, desperate, and yeah. five points is so much better than I'll take five what Gasecki would have did for yeah. you or Hawkinson, <laughs> Hawkinson or yeah, DJ Moore. <laughs> it's a whole point more than what DJ Moore got that's for what, you. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's and then. And then I said on a deep, deep, deep dive, like yeah, and like wasn't saying deep? it I, deeper than our that. balls and all. That would be average. Oh, okay, I'm going way deeper. Oh, than that. got you. No, um, I didn't say my balls. Oh, deep. oh, <laughs> I don't have nothing to compare nothing to. So, but, but I, I said Brian Hill, and I, I, I primarily said it because of the fact that Chubb was out and. And um, Kareem Hunt was out. And right. We didn't know how to Ernest Johnson. He had a great game. It was the first 100% time, a dart throw. And it was just one of them. And he didn't. He didn't see the. He didn't. I don't even think he saw the game yeah. in the field much. But still, it's a it's a thought to keep in the back of your head. Right. He is there if that means anything to anybody. But <laughs> his mom. His mom yeah. was wondering where he was playing now. So. And that's where he's at. Yeah. So. But so I mean I. I give my I give myself a half a point and a quarter of a point, so I like a point seven five out of three. Okay, that's right. not terrible, terrible, but it's it's terrible, terrible. <laughs> so well, like we said before, the power bottoms. That's that's those are all dart throws. So I can't really roast you on any of those, because if I start roasting you for picking Brian Hill, <laughs> I mean we're that we're deep diving now for some roasting material. So, but uh, the, the cool thing about the power bottoms is when you hit. That, that makes you look like a genius. Exactly. That's and when what, you miss, you'd be like, hey, if you're playing these guys, you're already screwed anyway. Yeah, you're the one with the problem, <laughs> <Yeah>. not me. 
right, so from there, we're going to move on to our actual picks of the week. And uh, let's go ahead and see what the uh, handicap bakers, how, how did your picks work out this week for you? All right, so let me recap our scores first so that everybody out there in the average world knows that Dan and Terrell lead with plus 18 ones. Yes. And I very closely behind y'all with negative four ones <laughs> right on our heels right, right i'm right there right on our I'm, heels, I'm nipping them. and since i'm so close <laughs> y'all decided to handicap my picks by yeah. not forcing me not to take the, the negatives yeah i only get to you only get, I get you to only enjoy, get the positives sir. i get to enjoy my positives you're right right we did that because of how good you're doing i'm just amazing right <laughs> so my first game, I kind of feel like I was handicapped. I picked the Cardinals because you asked me to. So the Panthers can win. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And, and you know, the Cardinals went out there and just doo all over their field. Oh, my God. You would have almost thought uh, that they they were the ones that signed OBJ. They had to squeegee OBJ. the doo-doo off that field I, after the I don't, left. I don't doubt that at all. But So that got me a zero. Yeah. Uh, plus zero. Uh, um, and also, DJ Moore, he also doo-dooed a little bit on the field, too. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think so. Yeah, 4.1 <laughs> points. His team did great, but he was like, no, y'all do good. I'm going to do it on the field. <laughs> and then I, I picked what I thought would have been a, a, a safe play for a point, and I went the Bucks over Washington, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Washington yeah. owned them, and that got me a big, yeah. fat, positive zero. <laughs> you notice how I'm correcting my scores yeah, here, right? Yeah, I love that positive zero. Oh, yeah. And then, so then I picked um, the Bills over the Jets, and I couldn't be more right. I mean, the only way I could have been more right is if I'd have picked the Cowboys over the Falcons. And holy shit, I did that too. Holy shit. So I picked two blowouts. I picked two blowouts this week. Yeah. I technically picked three, but I was on the losing side of the Cardinals-Panthers blowout. And then I picked the Eagles over the Broncos, which that was probably kind of one that I think I got the most flack about. Um, from yeah, a lot of people, and the people said it's not going, and it worked out. It worked out on my it favorite. Did work out. So you got they look good. So I got three plus, plus three ones. ones. All right, you're almost back on the positive side of things. So yes, so with plus three ones, that gives me negative one. Yeah, you're negative one one. I'm negative one one. I'm one <laughs> negative one. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and throw mine down since Terrell is still technically the leader since I haven't passed him yet. All right. So um, I like how you said yet just there. Yeah. So the, um, I took the the uh, Steelers over the Lions. That was a tie. It was our first tie of the, the, the season yeah. in our picks and, I think, in the NFL. So I don't get any points for that. So I'm on the Baker scoring system with positive that Positive zero. So I got, a, go. I got a positive negative zero. And then uh, <laughs> and then I I um I took the Broncos over the Eagles. I was on the other side of that. I'm the one that gave you the most flack. Yeah. And, uh, and I was wrong. Uh, the Broncos did not win that game. So I have a negative one. For that game, I have one negative one. And then uh, I also, speaking of blowouts, I took the same uh, two of the, the same blowouts you took. I took the Cowboys over the Falcons. I mean, Falcons. <laughs> and I took the Bills over the Jets. Nice. So that's two dubs there. And then I took a uh, another what I felt was a sure thing, and it was, even though they made it closer, but the Colts over the Jags. Yeah. So I have plus three ones, one negative one, and one plus zero. So we got you carry the one, the plus one, the minus one. So that gives you a plus, plus two, two ones. ones. Plus two ones. And that that's gonna move you up to a plus twenty ones total. I have plus twenty ones. Not plus twenty one. Yeah, not plus twenty. Plus twenty you ones. have twenty plus ones. Twenty plus ones. There you have it is. Twenty plus yeah, that's ones. That's the best way to and then Terrell. Just say plus twenty, no. It's it's 20 plus ones. Yeah, it's 20 plus ones. I like that. It's got to be all that. And then with Terrell, so this this last week, he picked one of the games you picked. He picked the Lions to beat the Steelers. Well, he technically didn't pick that game, but because he picked the Monday night game and we didn't pay attention to it, we gave him the Lions at the Steelers. So, But he he picked the Lions, though. So he has a negative zero. So he gets a negative zero, (laughs) whereas you got the positive zero. Right, so that helps. So that kind of balances things out a little bit. He then like picked. Um, he picked. He went. He went homer. He picked Atlanta over Dallas. Oh man, we should give him negative two ones. I, for that. I was gonna give him <laughs> negative two ones for that pick because that's that's that, it was a tough pick. Man, oh man. He then picked the Chargers over Minnesota. Man, that didn't work out. No, that didn't work out at all. And then he went with me and he picked Arizona over Carolina. Yep, shouldn't have done that. He did that with his gut though. 
Yeah. And I did it with your guy. You did it. Exactly. <laughs> you did it to help me, and I did. he did it to help himself. And it, that's, it never gets you so, anywhere. But I then, need both of you to pick against the Panthers the rest of the season. The rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and then he picked the Colts over Jacksonville, so he got that one. Okay. So he got three negative ones and one plus one. <laughs> and which, a negative zero. And a negative zero. So with that, the carry the one and that carry that. So he's got negative two ones. N- yep, he's got minus two ones. So... Minus two here. That's going to move him down Uh-oh. to a plus 16 ones. He's got plus 16 ones, and I got plus 20 ones. Yep, so you took the lead. I am the smartest man alive. You should just be like, I'm back, baby. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> just to keep it all rolling, you know. I like that. I should have went with that. I'm, I wish I was that smart. And then we'll have the, uh, the Monday night game. So, um, yep. And so, Which is just here shortly. T-Money took the Rams. He took them in his picks, and then he took them again when I asked him Oh, text. so that, at least yeah. you know he's staying, he's so, staying hey, true. If the Rams win, he only gets plus one, but if they lose, he gets minus two Minus ones. two for picking the wrong team twice. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I got yeah. it. <laughs> I also am going with the Rams. I mean, like, this is – y'all put me in a tough position. Because <laughs> even when I was getting penalized, I didn't give a shit, but <laughs> – <laughs> I, I want like I everything in me says that the Rams are going to win this game, but everything in me said Tampa Bay was going to win last week. Everything in me said all. Well, the good just, news is is that if you take the other side and you lose, you lose nothing. But I gain but ground. You gain ground. Exactly. I, I think I'm going to take the 49ers just because okay. it's and it, it also now it's about strategy in my head too. At the same time, it's like. I just see them pulling it off. Like I, I it, it, look, it nothing sucks. shocks me anymore. Yeah, I, it sucks to say it, but I mean, it just, it just seems like it could happen. So I'm gonna write this over here so that I know Baker. I, I'm going all in, 49ers. All right, and then Rams, Rams, and Rams because Terrell picked them twice. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna hit on this waiver wire again. We have another. Another uh, desolate uh, week of waiver wire, but there is a little bit of value out there. We're going to hit on the uh, running backs. Uh, the number one pickup, if he's out there, is Ramondre Stevenson. He's owned at 21% of the leagues. So you need to grab this guy. Um, it's still going to be iffy of when you can play him, especially when Harris comes back. Yeah. But by the end of this season, he could be a guy that is definitely has taken over that. So. You know, uh, he's, he's very dynamic, he's, and he's a really good player, so you definitely grab him. Uh, Deontay Foreman is number two. He's owned to 2.3% of the leagues. He looks to be the guy that's going to be getting most of the touches with the Titans right now. Um, he, he definitely looks like the better back. And uh, so, you know, until Henry comes back, if Henry comes back, this is the guy you're going to probably play if you have to play one of those guys. And then Wayne Gallman, especially with what's going on with um, – Cordero Patterson, uh, Wayne Gallman came in. He's the better running back. He's better than Davis. I think He's Davis is about to get Mike phased Davis. out. Um, and so even you could probably play Gallman in a flex in a deeper league if you have to right now. I um, mean, Gallman had a decent year last year. I mean, yeah. he had the most runs after the after contact last year. He was either second or first or second last year. Yeah. Now he was just on a shitty team. I mean, he had right. a crap out line. And not that the Falcons are much better, no. but, you know, there's still an outside chance he could work his way up if they give him the touches and everything. So, Moving to wide receivers, Jamal Agnew uh, is up there. He's owned in 8.6% of leagues. Oh, just so you know, Wayne Gallman's owned in less than 1% of leagues. So, um, But Jamal Agnew's out there owned in 8.6% of the leagues. Um, like we talked about earlier, he's being utilized in so many different ways. They're getting the ball in this guy's hands. They like to use him, so – He's a guy that's rarely ever going to goose you, and he's been doing double-digit fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, number two is Brian Edwards. Uh, he's only owned in 17.1% of leagues. Um, he's just a guy that looks like the I, – I believe the Raiders are, are, are moving more towards utilizing him on a more consistent basis. So, you know, it does hurt the Waller owners out there for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Edwards has proven, you know, he's – in, in in two games where they've utilized him consistently, he's scored big touchdowns in both. So, you know, I think that he is uh, somebody that you want to look at. And then this is a guy that literally is not owned in any leagues, Marcus Johnson. I didn't know that – I figured Chester Rogers would be the guy that would, they would go to when uh, they put Julio 
Well, the Titans won the Titans put Julio on the IR. Yeah. But it looks like this dude who I've never – who's that guy? Exactly. Marcus exactly. Johnson coming out of nowhere uh, and, and putting up big points this week. So, um, he may be a guy – dart throw. I don't know if I'd plug him in a lineup, but he may be a guy – if you got a roster spot, snag him, see what they do. If they utilize him another week in a row. Yeah, if you could put Julio in your IR and yeah. then pick this guy up, it doesn't really hurt you. No, and then you can kind of just see, if, you know, if it's going to be consistent. I mean, next week they could he could completely disappear and then it's not worth anything. But, you know, a lot of times the fantasy is, is, is stashing a guy and just seeing what happens and then dropping him and, and stashing somebody next week. You yep. know? And then tight ends, I don't know why we have to keep telling you people, Dan fucking Arnold. This yep. guy is highly utilized. He might be the number one or two receiver, and I know it's for the Jags, but he's still getting volume. He gets volume, man. He is yeah. getting eight to ten targets a game. This guy's still only owning twenty six point one percent of leagues. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be looking at playing this guy in flexes in some leagues. So, you know, um, and then Tyler Conklin again. We talked about it earlier. He's he's just a guy. He it's it's nothing amazing. He got two touchdowns this week. He's not going to do that every week, but he has been consistent in getting you points yeah you know getting you six seven eight nine points he's another one that gets you know four five six targets a game yeah for a tight end that's and especially a tight end that plays with freaking kink cousins yeah exactly who hasn't historically been known to throw to the tight end so you know just uh if you're looking for a desperation throw or a deeper league flex play these guys would would be part of that yeah and then quarterbacks, Cam Newton's <clears throat> got to be at the top of the list. Um, you're looking at a guy that's going to be coming in. They're going to they need him. They're going to use him. You're looking at, um, you know, a team that is innovative in the way that they scheme their offense. He has Christian McCaffrey. He has good receivers. You know, everybody wants to reference back to what Cam did with the Patriots. Well, here newsflash, he didn't have the weapons with the Patriots that he has with the Panthers. Believe yeah. it or not, and so. He's going to find ways to get the ball to them. He's going to find ways. I mean, he he was four for five with two touchdowns, one rushing, one one uh, passing, and so he in very very limited play. Obvious that they want to utilize him, and when you get him around the goal line, he is the most dangerous player in the NFL. There is no even now more dangerous player than Cam Newton when you get inside the five yard line. So, I'm telling you, he's, he's, it's going to be one of those. I'm not saying this guy's going to be a league winner, but he'll be a guy you can play in a, in a you know, uh, um, streaming or somebody you can play in a two-quarterback league. So, And then Tua's out there. He's only on a 29.6% of the leagues. He's playing the Jets this week. So, if you need a streamer, you need to grab him. And then Mac Jones. You know, Mac Jones, he's only had two weeks this year where he has been, like, you know, smack, like a QB1. Yeah. But he's had multiple weeks where he would fit in on a two-quarterback league. So, you know, and, and as I've said this before, we've said this before, their their offense is evolving. He's a rookie. So they're, they're, if you if you look at the progression of what the Patriots have been doing this year, they have slowly been opening more and more of the playbook to this guy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he is the best rookie thus far Oh yeah, from the last season. And he's smart. He doesn't turn the ball over. And he's starting to make big plays. So he's progressively becoming more and more the passer that we saw yeah. in college and stuff instead of all right. ground games. So and he's not killing you, you know, as far as you know, putting up single digit games. So he's a guy that if you know, if in a pinch, if you just like, look, I just need somebody to go in there and not, not go out there and just kill me. You can throw Mac Jones in there, and and, and like I said, in a two quarterback league, like I played Russell Wilson in a two quarterback league this this week. I'd have loved to have had Mac Jones. I would yeah. have I would have loved to have had Cam Newton, and he only played like five snaps. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, as a matter of fact, Russell Wilson should have been on the fuck that guy. I'm going to just say it right now, was he? Yeah, him uh, and Aaron Jones. Or Aaron well, oh, that's right, in the that, same well, game together. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he that definitely, guy. <laughs> he definitely was. I forgot. There was about 99 other quarterbacks in a 32 quarterback league. You could have played over Russell Wilson God. and still done better. But uh, I think the only quarterback that did worse than Russell Wilson this week was Jared Goff. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, yeah. But if you've got, if you're the top waiver priority and you just have a roster spot and you don't need any specific, specific uh, plug, uh, here's the top five you should be looking at Ramondre Stevenson, number one. Because we don't, we, we, you, we, I, I believe that the offense is moving more towards him being the top guy 
and it's pointing towards uh, the bye weeks over there. Oh yeah, I, uh, thank you, thank yeah, you. That's just something to. Yeah, I, I don't know what for, next I week is. I always forget to drop Th- them on this could, the Monday. This could kind of yeah. come up a little bit, and depending on what our bye weeks right. are. Right. Um, so week. bye weeks going into week eleven are the Rams and yep. the Broncos. So obviously with the Rams, so you, you, you if you got Stafford. Players. I mean, you can go looking. Yeah, you, know what you I mean? might want to be a, looking at Mac Jones or two or Cam. Yeah, exactly. And if you're looking at uh, the wide receivers, you know, the, the second one I was going to say to th- throw on and stash or, or just grab is Jamal Agnew. The third one I would say is Brian Edwards. The fourth one is probably Deontay Foreman. And the fifth one is Dan Arnold. Um, and uh, and then quarterbacks, because these guys are all streamers, Cam, Tua, and Mac Jones are all streamers. So it's really going to depend on matchups with these guys. Yeah. If you're going to just grab one and stash, I would probably grab Cam and stash. Yeah, because because get, he'll get of more. his rushing ability, and he'll probably he get does. more and more progression for right. you know better opportunities and whatnot. You know, in Cam's heyday, he was never below a top five quarterback. So if he gets on a roll, he could be a league winner. Um, and so you know, if you if you're not hurting for anything, you're just saying, hey, maybe down the stretch, I need this whatever. But I will say the Panthers also have have a tough schedule down the stretch. So, but the Panthers have, really a, well. have a, they have a really good defense. So yeah. I think they're going to do pretty well at keeping the offense out on the, out there on the field. And so. giving them and giving them really good uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, you see. got that. I just had a thing. There's a We're, couple of them. You got Josh Norman. Yeah, was go ahead, listed. Go ahead and read them up, read them Josh up. Norman was listed as questionable for the 49ers. Is active for the game tonight. And also. Odell Beckham Jr., O number two, and Von Miller both active tonight. So, oh, snap. So, Von Miller was, you know, kind of questionable with that ankle thing, but they said he looked good in practice this week. So, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, none of that info can help anybody that hears this podcast unless you jump right on it as soon as I publish it. But. Yeah, and, and yeah. just as a side note, too, if anybody's paying attention to any of this, uh, Whitney Mer- Merciless, the yes. linebacker, he did tear his bicep. Oh, no. So he's gonna miss the rest of the season, I think. So. Oh my God, who's he with? Uh, Green Bay. Yes. That's a that's a big hit. Their defense has actually been looking a little better. He was a portion of that, and now that's a big hit. Well, so. they're supposed to be getting Jair Alexander back. That'll help them. So that's in, in the corner yeah. department, and then they got a pass rusher. Was it Xavier Smith? Uh, something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I love when I just throw stuff out there, and I don't really know the names. That lets you know that. Ninety nine percent of what we do is off the cuff. Man, I lied to y'all. <laughs> so, man, I'm looking at this. Russell Wilson scored five point six. Uh, Taysom Hill got five point two. So, you know, right behind him, Joe Flacco got five point eight eight. So, a quarterback <laughs> that wasn't even supposed to play. Uh, Brian yeah. Hoyer, yeah, the backup quarterback for New England, he scored seven point two. Oh wow! Coming in at the end in of the garbage game, time in straight garbage time. <laughs> These are all other options <laughs> that outscored. I'll tell you, Cam Newton went four for five with two touchdowns. He put up like 12 points, 11 yeah. point something points. It's, it's so insane to me. And then on top of that, you just top that off with Matt Ryan and his point six eight. I, I don't know yeah. why he wasn't on the fuck because that guy. Because Matt Ryan doesn't rate to be on fuck that guy anymore. Oh, but at point you know six what, eight, Matt Ryan, any quarterback that yeah. scores point six yeah, eight that is true. a starter yeah. should be on fuck that guy. You know what, Matt Ryan? Fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I just well, was looking at that. I thought it was funny. He just well, Nicole McCoy's got one point one eight. Hey, yeah. Well, he played a whole game. Most of it. He he got injured and then yeah, Stur- fuck that guy. Sturbenlinger. Yeah, Stur- and fuck that guy too. Yeah, he scored one point eight four. All right, we're not going to go through all the quarterback scores, but uh, I know I was just there. It is the waiver. Sense. Hope that helps you guys do some stuff out there. We're trying to get you to finish. Right around that eight and nine, nine and eight mark should put you right about average. Somewhere in the average spot. Yeah, so if we can get you guys finishing average, we have done our jobs. But until then, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Later.